Hey y'all, welcome to the first episode of The Confident Podcast, where we talk about mental health at a godly level. My name is Emily Dell and I will be your host during all of these podcasts and I will be accompanied by a few co-hosts along the way. Today we're going to be talking about what God says in regards of mental health and I think this is an amazing introduction, especially to what we're going to be talking about in the later episodes. So before we begin, let's pray. So please right there where you are, close your eyes, lift up your hands, go on your knees, whatever you need to do so you can, so we can pray. Okay. Heavenly Father, we come into your presence and we thank you, my God, for your glory. We thank you, my Jesus, because you are with us. My God, we are coming into your presence, my Lord, to be able to receive the word, to be able to receive your word, my God, your wisdom, your ultimate wisdom, my Lord. Provide us with the wisdom that you provided Solomon, my God, so that we may know how to act, so that we may know what to do, so that we may use all of this information, my God, and put it into our own lives, my God. That our mental health will improve from the moment that we listen to each and every podcast, to each and every episode of this podcast, my Jesus. My God, I declare that every single person that's watching, every single person that's listening, that they are feeling your presence and that they will feel your presence throughout this whole entire episode. My God, we bless them. I bless them in the name of Jesus and I cover this prayer and this podcast and this episode and their lives and their families and everything that has to do with them that is good with your blood your holy armor and your oil my jesus amen my god amen amen okay so let's get started so we're going to start obviously with the bible and i'm going to give you guys a few seconds to go ahead and get your bible if you would like to follow along if you would not like to follow along because maybe you're listening to this in your car maybe you're listening to this wherever you're listening right and you can't get your bible right now do not worry i will be reciting exactly the bible verses so that you can write it down or you can maybe look for them afterwards to just give you an opportunity so let's get our bibles we're gonna go and we're gonna start in proverbs 4 23 so let's go to proverbs 4 23 i have here <laughs> for the people that are actually watching this um and not just listening um, I have a bunch of post-it notes <laughs> on my Bible, so we can go through this more effectively. And I think everyone should have post-it notes on their Bibles. <laughs> okay, so Proverbs 4.23, here it is. Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Wow, that is so powerful, and I think that is such a powerful thing to start discussing. So this verse is pretty much God telling us, hey, you, we have to guard our heart because everything we do, right, everything that happens, right, with us, every action, every decision, every desire, every need comes from our heart. So we have to guard that so that nothing could break it, that nothing can affect it. And you're probably looking at me or listening to me and you're like, but okay, that's kind of impossible, right? Because every single day we have disappointments, every single day we maybe we meet somebody, they break our heart, maybe we um, go through a relationship or a friendship or somebody offends you or somebody treats you wrongly or whatever the case may be, right? And our heart gets hurt, but how do we guard our heart? The way we guard our heart, right, is by 
protecting our heart to the limit that we possibly can and asking God to guard it, right? Because when we ask God, right, He will give us undivine protection. The attacks of the enemy are still going to come in. But we have that undivine protection, right, that will help us keep our hearts safe even if those attacks come, right? So, for example, I really like this ideology. So, when you shoot a bow and arrow, right, when you shoot an arrow and it hits something, obviously it's going to stab through it, right? And that's kind of what happens with the attacks of the enemy, right? He shoots these arrows and they hit your heart and it hurts. Right? But if we have God's undivine protection, if we pray every single day, God, guard our hearts, protect our hearts. What we're doing is that those arrows, they're coming in, but they're not going into the heart. Right? They're not going into the heart. Right? They're going to rebound and they're going to fall off. Right? Because they cannot affect what is protected by God. Right? And that's something that is so powerful. Right. The other thing is that we also have to protect our hearts. Right. We, we shouldn't put ourselves in, in positions where we're going to get our hearts broken. What do I mean by protecting your heart? Right. What do I mean by guarding your heart so that nobody hurts it? What do I mean by how do you protect your heart? Right. Because God does his part, but you also need to do it. Right. So how do we do that? How do we realize that we're protecting our heart? Well, it's very simple. I'm going to give you a relationship example, and then I'm going to give you a friendship example. So, for the relationship example, let's say you're a Christian, right? You find uh, this young girl or this young man, right? You find them attractive. You find them great. They're funny. They're wonderful. Wow. They've got everything you want. They got the looks. They've got the personality. They've got everything. The only difference is that they're not a Christian, right? And the Bible is very clear that you should not be in a relationship with someone who is not a Christian. Let's talk about their morals, right? They're great, their personality is awesome, their looks are great, they've accomplished things in life, they have something going for themselves, that's wonderful. But now let's talk about their morals and values, right? Believe that waiting to consummate a relationship, right? Waiting until marriage to consummate the relationship. They don't believe, right, that you should go to church. They don't believe that you should read the Bible, right? And instead of pushing you to do all these great things that you need to do as a Christian to help yourself, right? You're allowing, you are allowing them to push you away from God. And they are going, and you are allowing them to hurt your heart because you're putting yourself in a position when you know your morals and values are different from Right. And when they start crossing boundaries, when they start crossing things, certain things that you didn't want to be crossed, you put yourself in that position. Right. And I'm not saying, oh, no, it's your fault what you experienced. No, not at all, because everyone should respect everyone's opinions and feelings and because everyone should respect the other person's morals and values. Right. But I am telling you that you are putting yourself up in a position to get your heart broken, to harm your heart, right? Another example for relationships is that, for instance, is that for instance, you have a person that is very studious, very academically achieving, very has a career, is very successful, and then you have the other person that uh, isn't 
doesn't really care that much about success or career. It's just kind of like I live by the day, right? And the other person plans a lot and you know thinks really ahead, right? That person and that person, if they come together into a relationship, they have different values, they have different morals, they have different belief system, right? Because one believes that they should plan everything out and you know do this and do that and do more and do more and do more, but the other person believes that oh no, that I should just live my day by day. You know, I'm not gonna really do much. You know, like I'll, I'll get by, right? And but the other person wants to excel and you know and everything, right? And these two people get into a relationship, right? This is a situation where your heart is going to be hurt, because in whatever position you're in, if you're the one that likes to live day by day, or if you're the one that likes to you know, do so much and plan and so on and so forth, you're both gonna break your heart. No amount of love can help you come together, right? Because that's the issue: that your values and morals are not the same. So either or, right? The one again, as I said, the one that lives day by day and the one that plans everything out. Either or, right? And actually, both at the end of the day are gonna get their hearts broken and they're gonna feel bad. Why? Because neither or guarded their heart from a situation. Right now, I'm not saying that it's impossible for these two to coexist, for them to be in a relationship. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that if one of if, if each of these individuals have these values so strong and they cannot come to an agreement that they can meet in the middle, they're gonna break. They're gonna break each other's hearts, and that is already the part where we're saying, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. There have been a lot of people who cannot recover from relationships, from so on and so forth, right? And it's because of these situations that we are putting ourselves in situations where. We're not guarding our own hearts, right? For the friendship example, friendships, friendships, and are so important. They're as important as relationship when it comes to morals and values, right? And in relationships as well, it's not just only morals and values, but it's also, are you letting this person mistreat you? Because you love them? Are you letting yourself hold on to someone because you love them? Right? Are you putting your love for them more valuable than your respect, than your self-worth, than your love for yourself, than your love for God? Right? It's so, and those are the things that God's saying here. Guard your heart, right? Because if you're putting yourself in a position, and I'm not saying that what they're doing to you is fair, because it obviously is not, and it is wrong from their part, especially, but. If you are allowing yourself to stay in that position where you're getting verbally abused, maybe you're physically abused, right? Whatever position you're in, and I get it. If you're physically abused and you're his wife, right, or vice versa, God knows, right? It might be hard, but I, I really ask you. I ask you to seek help and to pray. Right in those situations, because those situations are just more extreme. But here I'm, I'm really going concise and very, you know, simple, more common, everyday, right? And obviously those things also happen all the time. But you know, a more relaxed example, right? So above all, all else, guard your heart, right? So 
we can't put ourselves in a relationship when we're getting hurt or we're, you know, everything, right? And in the moment that we see the signs, right? And, and that's something that, you know, I'm going to be vulnerable with you. I have failed at that, right? I have failed at seeing the signs of, oh, this person is hurting me. This person isn't talking to me, right? And I have gone forward because it's like, okay, they're interested in me. They like me, whatever, right? And so I've allowed that to seep into my mind, right? And that happens to a lot of people. Right, that we let the moment and the looks and the personality and the you know the things that match right with what you're looking for get you all confused and fluttered, right? <clears throat> so again, above all else, guard your heart from everything you do flows from it. So we've understood kind of the relationship part. So now let's understand the friendship part. So the friendship part is literally the same thing morals and values if your morals and values go against each other you might have a friend that jokes that jokes about the other person's morals or values and then that's gonna hurt the other person but the other person you're being friends with this person why are you allowing them to do that to you you are allowing yourself for your heart to be hurt right you're not guarding your heart you're not doing a good job of guarding your heart right obviously the attacks are gonna come obviously someone's gonna make a comment but the moment that someone makes a comment the moment someone is disrespecting you the moment someone is hurting you right you have to say i i was given the commandment to guard my heart so i will be leaving this conversation i will be leaving this place i will be setting a boundary with you because i'm not guarding my heart when i'm speaking to you i'm not guarding my heart when i'm allowing you to hurt me i'm not guarding my heart when i'm allowing you to treat me this way to make fun of my beliefs and so on and so forth Right, so that's just very important. So once you've understood that part, right, you can go ahead and just look at that kind of second part of the verse, which says, for, for everything you do flows from it, right? So now that we understand how to guard our heart, now that we understand how God guards our heart, now that we understand what it means to protect ourselves, right, what it means to guard our hearts from certain situations and people, now we can really go into depth for what it says, for everything you do flows from it. When our heart is affected, our minds get affected. And that's when it comes to mental health, right? Because when we go through a heartbreak, we might get depressed. That's a mental health issue. We might get anxiety. We might produce maybe some PTSD. And those are all mental health issues because of the issue of guarding your heart. The moment that you detect that someone is going to hurt you, the moment that you detect and you look at all the qualities and you look at all the things, it could be relationship, friendship, whatever, you need to understand that you need to guard your heart. And I get it. There are cases, for example, that your parents are the ones that are doing this to you. And my advice to those people is pray, pray, pray for them and just remember to keep God as your mo as your coping mechanism because I get it in those cases it's very difficult right but you also have to remember that you can also put yourself in positions where it can make it worse right and even even if it's not your fault maybe that they are hitting you that they are screaming at you maybe you even didn't actually do anything wrong right but they're you know punishing you for whatever reason it may be but it may be an unfair punishment right and you cannot prevent that from happening because obviously their parents are the ones that are you know in charge of you and so on but what you can do is that you can guard your heart and you can pray and the way you can guard your heart is by 
not allowing there to be that many issues with these parents like try to be try to understand their part right even if what you know that what they're doing is wrong and you just hate that they're acting this way try to come into unity right try to understand what's going on do not take things personal and i get it if they're hitting you with a belt that's pretty personal i get that and i totally get that but at the moment when it hurts just go and pray to God and ask for help and ask him 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 and and God will provide and be patient right because I get it it, it's not easy to be in that situation or in whatever situation you're in I understand but what we have to do is to the limit that we can guard our hearts guard our hearts and pray that God guards our hearts so so that nothing that happens to us affects us right that nothing bad that's disappointing that someone you know comes to hurt us does not affect us and those arrows rebound instead of going through our hearts okay awesome so that was proverbs 423 and there's a lot of more verses here so let's get to them okay so we have romans 8 21 through 22 So let's go to that. And while we're going to that, I'm going to keep on talking a little bit about, you know, the verse that we were just talking about and just adding a little bit of information. So because, right, because guarding our hearts is something that God's telling us and then it's telling us where everything flows from it. We must understand that if we guard our hearts, our mental health will be so much better. And that's what that verse is pretty much telling you, that everything flows from it, right? So if we guard our heart, we will be better. Our mental health will be better. Our lives will be better and so on and so forth. And I get it. Attacks will come every single day because I get it. I am a human being as well. And I have gone through many attacks throughout my life. So I completely understand But we also have to learn how to guard ourselves and ask God to guard us from those certain situations. And at the end of the day, some of them will hurt us. Some of them will come. But we just have to trust in Jesus and pray for our hearts to be guarded by him. And for us to also not put ourselves in positions where we can get hurt. Okay, so Romans 8, 21 through 22. And that says, it's over here. <laughs> Let me see if I can see it. Okay. That the creation, the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the freedom and glory of the children of God. Let's read that again. That the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage right so god's right here so right here this word is saying that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage those chains those mental chains that you have those mental illnesses right here god is giving you promise he's saying that the creation itself will be liberated the creation itself, right? We are the creation, will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into freedom and glory of the children of God. Wow, that is so beautiful. So it says here that us, the creations, we will be liberated from that bondage, that we can be liberated from depression, we can be liberated from anxiety, we can be liberated from PTSD, we can be literally we can be liberated from schizophrenia we can be liberated from multiple personality disorder dissociative personality disorder we can be free from so many things right we can be free from all of that because all of that is bondage right 
So that's a promise right there. That's the first promise. And the other part it says, we know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. So right here, the first verse, right, 21, 8 to 21, Romans 8, 21, is saying that the creation itself will be liberated, right? That's the promise. That's the promise that we will be liberated if we were born again. Obviously, there are going to be mental issues as a Christian. Don't think that there isn't. But if we pray, if we ask God, if we ask God for deliverance, if we really submerge ourselves with God and we really and we ask for a deliverance and we pray and we pray and we guard our hearts and we ask Him to guard our hearts, right? We have the promise that we will be made free, that we will feel free in His glory, right? As well, and then when we go to verse 22, we, we see that it says, we know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. It's saying that, I promise you this, right? First is saying, when we, the first thing that we talked about was, okay, this is what you have to do. You have to guard your heart, okay? For your mental health to be okay. The next thing that I, that I want you to know is that I promise, I promise to love you. I promise to deliver you. And I promise to set you free from what's going on in your mind, from that bondage. And the next part, right, is that he knows what you're going through. He understands, right? That's the part of the understanding. The part that he knows what you're going through and he wants to help you. And that's what he says the promise first. And then he's saying that he understands, right? Because that together shows us that support system that every single human being needs, right? So the next part is Romans 12 too. So let's go to that one really quickly. Romans 12, 2. Romans 12, 2. Here we go. It says, I'll give you oh, a few seconds. I'm sorry. I'll give you a few seconds so you can get there. So again, it's Romans 12, 2. Wow, this is so powerful. You know, all these verses, right? We, we started from the beginning, you know, as wisdom we started with wisdom then we moved on to the promise and then we moved on to the understanding and that's so gorgeous that we can just see it in that order right so now let's go to romans 12 2 and here's what it says do not conform to the pattern pattern of this world but be transferred by the renewing of your mind then you will be able to test and approve what god's will is his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Let's read that again. Do not conform to the pattern of this world. Right there. Just that little, let's just take a little parenthesis on that. Right, a little bracket on that. Do not conform to the pattern of this world. Right, so God's telling you, do not conform to what they're going through. Do not conform to the pains of this world. Do not conform to what's happening outside of here. Do not conform that everyone's going to mental health issues, so you're going to just have to deal with yours. No, do not conform, right? Do not conform to the pattern of this world. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind, right? God's saying, but be transformed by the renewing of your Mind. He wants to transform your mind. He wants to renew your mind. He wants you to, to feel renewed. And how do we do that, right? We ask for renewal. We get baptized. We receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And we pray every single day and we deliver ourselves and we feel the presence of God and we renew our minds on a daily basis. We can renew our minds by praying, by fasting, right? 
by speaking to God, by obviously by praying, by reading the word of God, by getting baptized, by being renewed, by being delivered, by being prayed for, by praying for yourself, by delivering yourself, by reading a mental health book on God, right? You know, just by reading verses, by looking up what does mental health mean? What does God have to say about this specific mental health, right? And just looking and researching and learning, all of that is going to edify you and build you up and transform you by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. So right there, that's something I'm going to do a little parenthesis right there too. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, perfect will. So we had, we had, right, we had the first part. The first part we talked about is a commandment of what we should do. The second part is promise. And that promise, it's also redefined, it's also supported here, right? Because then you would be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will, right? So his will is, is that promise, right? So we're referring back to that promise, right? Again, here, this is just to reassure you that God's will is perfect and God wants the best for you. And that promise is his will, right? That's what's saying here. So now let's go to Psalm 23.3, right? We're going quickly, but it's because, you know, that I just really, and I went a lot into depth on that first part, that first um, verse, because if you, because that's the hardest part to understand, right? And a lot of people need to understand that before they can go to any other verse, right? So I said Psalm 23.3. So let's go to that part. Here we go. Psalms 23. Three. While I'm looking for it, you can go ahead into your Bible and look for it. Okay, 23. Three. It says, He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for His name's sake. He refreshes my soul. Wow, that is so powerful. God's right here, right? The person that wrote Psalms is King David, right? And King David here is saying that Jesus, that God refreshes my soul. God makes me new. God renews me. God loves on me and makes me feel new. Right? And, and you need to be, your soul needs to be refreshed so that your mind may be clear, so that your mind may be renewed right because our soul is what carries those burdens our soul is what carries that weight our soul is what carries those issues right those burdens those pains and also says he guides me along the right paths for his name's sake he guides us right he guides us along the right paths for his name's sake wow here we're also supporting the promise again right he guides us to where we need to go so that we can protect our hearts that promise again he guides us so that we can have our minds clear so that we may have no bondage right that's what that's what he's saying here he's supporting here here's another supporting factor that it's his will that this promise is real and that he's going to be there to guide us along the way. He's going to be there to teach us along the way. And he's going to be there so that we can understand and know how to get through it. 
right? Which is so beautiful. Okay, so the next one is 2 Timothy 1 7. 2 Timothy 1 7. I'll give you guys a few seconds to get to it as well as I get to it. 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy 1 7. Okay. So 2 Timothy 1 7. For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but give us power, love, and self-discipline. Right here, he's giving us another, another, he's, right here, he's, God's giving us more advice, right? Because God didn't give us a spirit of fear or of shyness, right? God gave us power love and self-discipline so that we may be able to deal with the burdens of the heart so that we may be able to deal with those mental health issues that we're going on right you are not controlled about you are not controlled by the battles of the mind right because god is with you You are not controlled by it because god did not give you God did not give you the spirit of being timid. God didn't make us shy. God made us bold. God made us powerful. God made us self-disciplined so that we may be able to defend ourselves from the attacks of the enemy. Right? Because, yes, we have to guard our hearts. Why we, ha- we have to guard our hearts by not putting ourselves in, in positions that can hurt us. We also guard our hearts by asking God to guard our hearts and so on. But we also, and I mean we also need to understand that we have power love and self-discipline to cast these to cast depression to cast all of these mental health issues and all of these mental illnesses away right we have the power god promises that and that gives us deliverance that gives us freedom and that gives us another promise right that's that's just reinforcing the promise right now let's go to john 14 27 John 14 27 I'm gonna give you guys a few minutes to look for it um, as well as I look for it so John 14 27 and before we read that to just give you guys a few more seconds right just to give you guys a few more seconds what we have learned so far from the beginning from the first verse Right, is we have the advice, we have the we have the advice, then we have the then we have the promise, then we have the understanding, then we have and then we and then we have more supporting of the understanding, then we also have more supporting of the promise, then we have more supporting advice, right? Then we have more advice that God tells us to do, right? So putting all that together, we understand how to attack the areas of mental health, right? In an overall example, in overall, right? So as I said, John 14, 27, and it says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. Do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Wow, that is so, so powerful. So let's read that again. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. Oh, I'm so sorry. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. So 
And this is Jesus talking. And he's saying that peace I leave with you. Right? So he's leaving peace with us. Well, what does that mean? What does it mean that he's leaving peace with us? Well, that means that the divine peace, the divine calmness, the divine freedom and liberation of the mind, he's leaving it with us. Right? So we can have the power to free ourselves. So we can have the power to live a free life, right? A free life, a life that is freeing from those mental issues that are going on in the mind, right? My peace, I give you. He repeats it again. And then it says, I do not give to you as the world gives. He does thus again, supporting the promise right i do not give you as the world gives right he, he's saying again i don't give you what the world gives i give you better i give you more i give you what you actually need and that's just a promise right and that's just supporting that promise that he is with you that he understands you i do not give you i do not give to you as the world gives do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid he repeats your heart again do not let your heart be troubled and do not be afraid first thing we're repeating hearts right do not let your hearts be troubled again guard your heart repeat that again he's repeating that again because of the importance it is the importance of it and as well as do not be afraid fear is not from God if you feel fear that is not from God right and I gave a class um some time ago some time ago it wasn't on this podcast because obviously this is the first episode but it was about fear and obviously I can't recite all of that to you now but I can say that fear is not from God right fear is not from God and he can deliver us from fear. And we will, we will be also talking in, in an episode, we're going to be talking more about fear and specifically about fear. And that class that I gave, I am going to give it here in one of these episodes because it's so important to give it. That I just, I just really want to say that again because it's just so important. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. That is so important. And again, I cannot stress this enough. Fear is not from God, right? So the moment that you feel fear from something, you have you have to know that you have to pray and you have to ask God, help me with this situation, guide me in this situation. So now let's go to Matthew eleven twenty eight. So let's go to Matthew eleven twenty eight. So while I look for it, please go ahead and look for it if you can. Obviously, if you can't don't (laughs) you're listening to this in the car don't you know (laughs) stop putting your hands on the wheel i know that jesus can take the wheel but (laughs) that's metaphorically (laughs) um anyways so matthew 11 28 it says i lost myself come to me all you who are weary and burdened and i will give you rest Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest of our souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That was actually Matthew 11, 28 through 30, what I just read. And that is so important because God is saying, the first part, right, 28, is saying, come to me all you who all you who are weary and burdened and i will give you rest he right there is giving you the promise he is reinforcing the promise that he will be there for you that even when you are weary even if when you are burdened he will give you rest he will provide you rest and he will help you 
right then the other part is take my yoke upon you and learn from me for i am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls and then verse 30 says for my yoke is easy and my burden is light god right there he's telling you what to do right so god already told us guard your heart or let us protect your heart and do not be afraid right we have all of these th- advice all of this advice that god has given us now he's telling you if you give me all your burdens if you give me everything that you got i'll give you mine which is so much easier to handle and you can carry and feel free and feel loved and feel great every single day right but however if you do not give god that yoke right you won't be able to feel liberated right so your mental health is going to be affected right so if you don't give those mental health issues those issues that are fighting in your mind if you don't give those issues to god if you don't put that on god right so that you can take his his yoke you will still live with those issues right so how do we deliver ourselves from those things right so we have to deliver ourselves from those things. We cannot be afraid. We have to guard our hearts. We have to put ourselves in, we can't put ourselves in positions that are going to hurt our hearts, right? God has promised us uh, that he will be with us. God promised that this is his will. God told us that we have the power to rebuke. We have the power to deliver ourselves from these things and to seek him, right? And now God is also telling us that we can put all those burdens on him, that we can pray, God, I put my yoke on you. I give you my yoke so that I can have yours, which is easier to handle. And you can pray that I give you my yoke so that I can take yours, which is easier to handle. Right. And that's so important. That right there is an amazing thing to pray every single day, especially when we're struggling, especially in today's where we're all struggling with mental health. We're all struggling with so many issues and so many things that are that this is just something that we need to pray every single day. So I really want you to keep that. That's Matthew 11, 28 through 30. And that is so important. OK, so now let's go to Philippians 4, 6 through 8 really quickly four six through eight philippians 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 four six through eight okay i found mine i'm gonna give you guys a few seconds to find yours as well so that we can read together and if you can't obviously again don't don't stop in the middle of the highway to find the bible verse anyways so philippians 4 uh 6 3 it says wow this is so amazing i I just read the first part and i just and i remember this verse, and i'm just like oh wow do not be anxious about anything but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to god God's right here telling you how to do it, right? God right here is giving you instruction, right? On how to do it and also is giving you an advice, right? He's telling you, he's told you to guard your heart, do not be afraid, so on and so forth. Now he's telling you, do not be anxious about anything. Do not be anxious about anything. Anxiety is so big and I've struggled with anxiety so I completely understand. But God's telling you here, don't worry about it. I'm here, I got it, right? He's also reassuring you right which is so beautiful 
and he's also telling you, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Always pray, always fast, and present that request. Present, God, I want to be delivered from anxiety. God, I want to be delivered from depression. God, I want to be delivered from PTSD. God, I want to be delivered from this traumatic event that happened in my life. I want to be delivered from so on and so on and so on that hurt my heart and is affecting my mental health. Right? And always have thanksgiving. That's so important. Be thankful. Every time you pray, every time you seek God, be thankful. Right? Say, God, thank you. Thank you, my Lord, for your presence. Thank you, my God, for being with us. Thank you, my Lord. Right? And just thank Jesus. Right? Then we have, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Right there, he's telling you how God's going to guard your heart. Right? Because the peace of God is what's going to guard your heart. Right? So that's also elaborating on all, this, all that, was, that was said that was guard your heart. Guard your heart. Keep your heart protected. Right? That was a commandment to you. But God's also telling you here that the peace of God will also guard your heart. Right? Because which transcends all understanding. The peace of God transcends all understanding right will guard your hearts and your minds in christ jesus your heart and your minds wow that is so powerful finally brothers and sisters whatever is true whatever is noble whatever is right whatever is pure whatever is lovely whatever is admirable if anything is excellent or praiseworthy think about such things right here god's pretty much telling us have a positive mindset Stop being such a martyr. Stop being such a martyr. Stop being so anxious about everything. Stop overstressing yourself. Stop overthinking everything. And I know it's hard. <laughs> I've been there. But God's telling you, think of all the positive things. Think of all the beautiful things. Think about all the things. Don't think about, oh, I haven't been able to get this. I'm still struggling with this. I'm still struggling with this. Instead of thinking about that, think, Wow, God delivered me from this. God helped me with this. This happened, this happened, and I've experienced this, and I've succeeded in this, and I've done that. Wow. Right? My life in the bad aspects, okay, it's been tough. But in the good aspects, wow. And you can't tell me, no, I haven't had any anything good in my life. No, think really hard. Keep that positive mindset. Surround yourself with that positivity, and that's what God's telling you here to do. Right? So now let's go to 1 Peter 5, 7 really quickly so 1 peter 5 7 1 peter 5 7 1 peter so i'll give you guys also a second to look for it so 1 peter 5 7 1 peter 5 7 awesome okay so 1 peter 5 7 says i skipped it <laughs> 1 peter 5 7 says Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. He's giving you another another piece of advice here, right? Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. God's going to, and he's also supporting you here again, right? He's promising. He's also upholding that promise that God is here to help you. He cares for you. So cast all your anxiety on him. Put all your anxiety on him. Put all your yoke on him. Put all your burdens on him because he will handle it and he will take care of it right and that's a promise right there right so keep that keep that in your mind that right that's 1 peter 5 7 right keep that in your mind 1 peter 5 7 cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you so every time you pray you say okay god in 1 peter 5 7 it says that 
You say, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you, my God. Your word says that if I cast all my anxiety on you, right, you will deal with it because you care for me, right? So you can pray that, right? The next thing we have is we have a few examples. And um, also things that God calls us to do, as well as the benefits of doing all of this. Uh, however, it's doing all of this and we're going to get into that, but we're going to make this a part two. So this is the first part and I hope you guys enjoy this first episode of the Confident Podcast. And we're going to definitely have a part two to this because I really want to go into depth of examples of people that uh, in the Bible that went through mental health issues. I'm going to give you more wisdom and things that call us to do this right to be delivered from these things and to help us with these issues and as well the benefits of doing each and all of these things right so i just want to pray so wherever you want lift your hands close your eyes obviously if you're driving do not close your eyes but just feel the presence of god while i pray so heavenly father we come into your presence my god and we thank you for your glory we thank you for this time we thank you that we were able to understand a little bit of what you say about the mental health my god that we were able to understand your promises that we were able to understand the advice that you're trying to give us that we were able to understand everything that you were trying to tell us my god and if there is still some uncertainty if there is still my god some some part of us that doesn't understand or some part of us my god that didn't feel it or whatever the reason may be my god i just ask you to help them feel your presence to help them understand to help them apply these things my god so that they can learn and that they can know my god how to be delivered from these mental health issues so that we can know my god so that you can also edify me as you edify them my lord so that you can edify us as a community my god my god i declare upon them someone's wisdom i declare among among them my god your divine peace my jesus god i cover this prayer i cover this podcast i cover this episode i cover these individuals i cover the word that was spoken today i i cover everything that was said my lord with your blood your holy arm and your oil my god in the name of jesus my lord amen amen and amen wow this was so powerful and i am just so thrilled that i was i had the opportunity to be here with you and i had the opportunity to speak with you So this was just wonderful and this was great. So if you enjoyed this, please go ahead and share this podcast with your friends, family, whoever. Share it on Instagram, share it on TikTok, share it wherever you want. Keep on listening. Stay tuned in because we will be posting episodes every Tuesday and every Friday. So please keep that in mind. And don't forget, put on your notifications wherever you're listening to this from or wherever you're watching this from. Put on your notifications, put it everywhere because you need to listen to the word of God. And this is an amazing way to listen and to see and to learn and to read and just to help you with your mental battles. Again, here in Confident Podcast, we talk about mental health at a godly level. God bless y'all and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye, guys.